Welcome to Reality Teen Talks. My name is Gary McGuey, high school practice leader for Franklin Covey Education. Each week, we're here to take on the real challenges of teen life. Let's talk. Welcome everybody to Reality Teen Talks. We're super excited today for a special edition of Reality Teen Talks. Uh, we're, we're extremely excited to be introducing our guest speaker, Anthony O'Neill. Uh, Anthony has been kind enough to, to take time out of his busy schedule to, to talk financial literacy with our Reality Teen Talks panel. Uh, a little bit about Anthony. I know, I know many of us on this call already know about Anthony, but for those who have yet to meet Anthony, number one best-selling author, financial expert and host of the popular series, The Table, uh, has appeared on Good Morning America, Tamron Hall, Rachel Ray, and since 2015, he's been working with Dave Ramsey, The Ramsey Solutions. So we are uh, honored, privileged, excited to, to listen to this uh, expertise around financial literacy. Anthony, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Mr. Gary, thank you so much for having me on, man. It's such an honor to talk to you, and I'm looking forward to talking to these young, young, bright future leaders. So uh, I'm excited. Thanks again for the opportunity. Appreciate it. Well, I, I, I have a pretty easy role here. My role is to get out of the way and let these brilliant young leaders uh, share some questions with you. So team, take it away. Enjoy the time. Thank you. Anthony, I go ahead, or hey, sorry. I'll open up the floor with this question. And Anthony, what is something that you have found that students get wrong or like they have this misconception about money and how they should manage it? You know, when I think about young people your age, Jorge, such a great question, man. Um, I think that young people don't really take money seriously. Uh, one of the biggest mistakes that I see with high schoolers are they think that money's just fall from a tree. Uh, they believe that money it's just, it's an easy come and go method. And I always tell money, no, money is intentional. You know, what you do with your money will definitely pay off. Um, prepare for it, you know, whatever you ha have a plan for your money. A uh, plan is have a budget. Uh, the number two is, you know what, honestly sit back and ask yourself, what do you want to do in the future? You know, Jorge, you're a young man, so I'm pretty sure you haven't been to prom yet and hopefully you'll be able to go to prom with this pandemic coming up. Uh, but you know, are you, are you planning for the prom? Are you planning for your dream car? Are you saving for the dream car? I remember being y'all's age and I was like, you know what? I got, I, I'll get a check for a hundred bucks. I'll spend it ASAP. And I wasn't thinking about the future. So when it comes to young people, the one of the biggest decisions I see that they're making, which is a false and a bad decision is not having a plan for the money, not having a vision for what they want to do in the future and not preparing for college. Because a lot of young people think if I do not get a scholarship, then what I do is I'll just take out student loans. And that's a huge mistake. If you can get the money, save, purchase your first car cash, uh, go to prom and be the baddest one at prom, but you paid cash. And then also you're saving for your college future that you're going to pay for cash with scholarships and grants on the side is that uh, those are three ways to start a solid foundation bro. So such a great question, man. Yeah. And on the lines of that, I mean, I totally understand that. Um, I feel like a lot of us, we, there's things that we see like, oh, we want these shoes or we want this and this. And it's easy to just be like, okay, well, I worked for it. Let me buy it. Let me treat myself. But how do you suggest like we, we get the things that we want, but also save for the future. Like if I have these shoes that I want to save up for, how do I buy those, but also save for college, for example? 
You know, Divine, man, man, y'all asking me some good questions. I, I, I like this podcast already. We're going to keep it real on this one. You know, there's nothing wrong with having a nice pair of Jordans. You know, there's nothing wrong with having a nice pair of, I don't know what ladies wear, but, you know, whatever shoes y'all wear. You know, there's nothing wrong with that at all. But you have to start thinking about priorities and start thinking about the future. Let's say, for an example, I want you to really think about this. Um, let's say, for an example, a pair of Jordans costs on average about $150 to $300, depending on which pair you buy. Let's just say you take that $100 and you just invest that every single month from 18 to about 50. Do you know how much money you will have? Millions because of compound interest. But think about it. Every time you buy a brand new pair of Jordans, you're wearing money that costs you a lot of money and took away a lot of money from your future. So what I'm always telling young people is there's nothing wrong with looking fly, looking um, looking good and having the nice things, but make sure the nice things don't have you and make sure the nice things are not costing you your future. So uh, instead of for buying expensive things every single month, no, you know what? Budget for it. Maybe buy it for your birthday. Maybe buy it for your Christmas. Maybe buy it for, you know, a, a special gift throughout the year. But really sit back and ask yourself, okay, where do I want, where do I want to be at in the future? What do I want to do? And if that's, I want to go to college and I want to graduate college with zero debt. Okay, cool. Start making that investment into the future. I'm not saying do not have nice things, but what I am saying is you're young. So sacrifice the nice things so you can have a better future. And when you do that, you'll be all right. I have a question that ties into what we're talking about. And, you know, a lot of times we think of children and like how to spend money. And you're saying like teenagers, we're just learning. We don't really know how to yet. Mm -hmm. Do you think that there's a way that parents can ruin a child's idea of money and their value for money? You know, when it comes to parents and having that conversation with you and your parents and any parents listening right now, I really want to talk to you as well, parents and teachers, uh, helping young people really understand the value and importance of money. You know, my father and mother never had the conversation with me. Um, I grew up in a, a spiritual home, so they told me spiritual things, let's say, for example. Uh, but they never really said, hey, here's how you budget. You know, here's the difference between debit card and a credit card. Here's what a credit score is. Here's what debt means. No one really sat down and had the conversation with me. And when they did have the conversation with me, it was very boring. Uh, one of the things that I find uh, that works, especially with young people, teenagers in middle school and high school is figure out what they like. For an example, I just uh, set, set an example about how Jordan's if you invest money into your future, it can honestly turn around and pay you mil millions. Uh, so I think for young people, they're looking for, I like you all for an example, I'm pretty sure each and every single one of you on this podcast today, you all want to be wealthy. You want to have a lot of money, but you want to learn how to do it the right way that is also attractive to you, that is uh, appealing to you, not just a boring way. So what I always tell parents is figure out what teens are excited about, figure out what are they talking about and teach them that way bring them up mature them but you got to attract young people in by what they like that's jordans that's clothes that's music um you name it if they can figure out how to tie the two you'll be all right prime example um in my age bracket you know uh, my culture my generation loves the gucci bags well i actually took back a gucci backpack i bought it paid cash for it but then i was like 
I'm not going anywhere. This is right in the middle of the pandemic. I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. Why do I need a backpack? And so I, what I did was I turned that into a teaching opportunity uh, for my social media and the video went viral. I recorded myself taking the backpack back and investing that money that can make me money rather than trying to look good, I was actually good. So when we can uh, bridge the gap between culture, hip hop culture, uh, youthfulness with financial literacy and bridge those together, then we can see a common ground and see young people really get excited when it comes to financial literacy. I really like that. And oh, go ahead, Nyla. I'm sorry. No, that means a lot because going to school, we see like a lot of, you know, you feel like you have to like keep up or you know, do a certain thing or wear a certain thing to seem relevant, even if that thing completely doesn't interest you. Yeah, yeah. It's just a sign of, oh, I have this, so I am this. And that's not really what, any, what it's about. Yeah. And, and, you know, I want to say this too, Lila. Um, it's not just you all. It's not just in your age bracket. It's not just high schoolers who feel that they have to have this to look good. Trust me, uh, Gary's um, age bracket, our age bracket, we get the same pressure. You know, we get this. If I don't have this, if I don't drive this car, this means I'm not successful. If I don't have this kind of house, this means I'm not successful. But here's what I've learned. Um the number one wealth building tool, and I'm going to say this slowly so this way your age bracket can understand it. The number one wealth building tool is your income. Here's the second thing that's most important. How do you build true wealth? You build true wealth by margin, not by the things that you own, not by the things that you have on, uh, not by the shoes or the hair or the car you drive. No, you build true wealth by margin. Okay. Margin just simply means if you, if you're making $50,000 a year, you're living off of $35,000, a year. Okay. If you have margin, that's how you really build wealth. All the millionaire friends that I have, for an example, uh, my mentor, Dave Ramsey, he doesn't own a pair of Jordans at all. He probably doesn't even know what what Jordans are to be real, you know? Uh, but, you know, he has nice things, but he, does, he doesn't wear it necessarily, you know? And so what I'm saying is you don't have to worry about what you have. Do not allow other young people to actually make you all feel like, oh, I'm not successful. No, here's how you be successful. You have a vision for your life and you have a vision for your money. And the vision is a budget. Two, save as much as you can for college. Let me tell you why. Because the average person is going to graduate with about $37,000 in student loan debt. Okay. Then from there, about a fifth of all college graduates are going to graduate with $100,000 or more in student loan debt. Now, listen, those same people, watch this, are going to have the latest and greatest stuff. They're going to have the Gucci uh, purse. They're going to have the Louis Vuitton purse. They're going to have the nice shoes. They're going to have the nice clothes. But they're drowning in debt. I would rather you not have that stuff. I would rather you work hard and you saved while you was in high school. You spent an hour every single day looking for grants and looking for scholarships. And you know what? You was able to graduate college 100% debt-free. You might've graduated without the nice stuff, but check this out. You graduated debt-free. When you get that dream job, you'll be able to pay cash for the nice things. Again, let's remember, don't allow the nice things to own us. Let's own it but you got to have priorities first. 
Yeah, that's really interesting. And I feel like it's important to know that you are not what you wear or what you have, especially I feel like we get caught up because a lot of us, our parents just would buy us whatever. If you want Jordans, you get Jordans. Well, my parents are definitely not like that, but that's what I see at school a lot is that they get whatever. And so once they start using their own money, they just buy whatever for themselves. But for students who like personally, my parents, while he does talk about money he never he did he didn't have debt from college because he got a scholarship full scholarship so for students who either their parents aren't setting good like financial examples or they don't know who to talk to um for saving up for college and how to deal with that what do you suggest are some ways that we can build up to that as well as like scholarships and grants and everything but other ways we can build up to being debt free after we graduate you know, one of the main things that I teach young people is, um, or are, uh, if your parents are not financially educated, right, uh, get around people, ask your teachers, uh, go find your, your accountant teacher, uh, go on YouTube. You all go on YouTube to learn the latest dances. <laughs> you go on YouTube to learn the, the, the latest hip hop stuff, the latest gossip, watch the most craziest videos. Well, actually turn YouTube into an educational moment, okay? Look up people like myself, Anthony O'Neill. Uh, look up people like Dave Ramsey. Look up people uh, like um, Chris Hogan or Ken Coleman. And I would recommend all young people uh, to look up Ken Coleman because he's helping all people really understand how to how to really nail down and secure their dream jobs after college or not even just after college. If you don't go to college, he's still teaching high schoolers how to graduate high school, really find your sweet spot, find your purpose and land your dream career. And so if you don't have parents who are really pushing you in that area, um, I would suggest start Googling how to go to college debt free. Uh, start looking up how to get scholarships, start using the tools at in a good way and especially for young people who are in school yo go to your counselor say hey look counselor i, I don't want to take out any debt i'm i'm scared of debt i do not like it what are some grants what are some scholarships what can i do let's talk about community college hey will community college make me look bad if i go to community college absolutely not you know, I, I, and I want to stay. I want to. I want to stay right there because I mean, y'all asking some real good questions. It's probably the best podcast I've ever been on because y'all just asking some some real good questions here. Um, community college to young people and to all the teachers listening. Um, let's 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 start talking differently about community colleges. Uh, community colleges are wise. Um, I interviewed um, and sat down with one of my mentors um, and friends, uh, Mark Cuban, who owns the Dallas Mavericks. And he said, if someone came to me and I see on their resume, resume that they went to a community college, transferred to a four-year uh, school and graduated debt-free, what that shows me, a business owner, a billionaire, he said, is that this young person was wise that they were willing to make sacrifices. They were willing to do what it takes to be successful, get the degree, get the education, okay? But then now they're graduating 100% debt-free. And that's to me, that's the most important thing. I'll tell this to all young people, it doesn't matter where you start. Doesn't even really matter about where you finish. It matters about how you finish. School is supposed to give you a, a, a jump start into your future, not hold you in chains. Why go to school to land a job making 50,000, but you're $150,000 in debt? 
So right now in your age bracket, in middle school, in high school, you should be focusing on your grades. You should be focusing on extracurricular activities. You should be focusing on volunteer hours. You should be focusing on getting a job experience. You should be focusing on building your college resume so you can land your dream uh, college. And here's my dream college, one I can graduate from debt-free. If you can go to Harvard debt-free, I want you to go. But if you got to start off at a community college and transfer to your local uh, in-state four-year school, then that's your dream college. Then you go there. But I really want you to hear me. Don't focus on how you finish. When's the last time you walked into the doctor's office and your parents asked the doctor, where did you graduate from? They've never asked. I've never asked my doctor. I just want to make sure that they can do the job and they can do the job well. As long as you get the education, graduate debt-free, I know all of you are listening right now, especially young people, you will you will do the job well. That was really helpful. That answered a question that I had because a lot of times I find myself wondering, should I go to like, and my dream school is NYU and any Ivy League really, but I was thinking, should I go to one of those schools where I may, like I could possibly have debt or should I go to a local school where I may have I wouldn't have may, may not have debt at all and it just it's something that I think about a lot and there's I don't know how true this is but it's something I've heard where they say that people who have gone to certain schools seem more credible per se I again I've never asked my doctor or orthodontist where they've gone so there's no way that they can seem more credible if you don't know yeah, well, now let me say this, and I'm going to say this in a respectful way because I'm pretty sure we have some teachers who went to some prestigious Ivy League schools, and I don't have nothing. I don't have nothing wrong with it. Here's what I have wrong: uh, you went to a prestigious school, but you're in three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars in debt. That's where I have a problem. I don't care about. Do I believe Harvard and Yale and Princeton and these other Ivy League schools are great schools? Absolutely. But I also know there's some other non-Ivy League schools and you can rack up a lot of debt as well. I focus on the debt part, but let me also say this in a respectful way. I know a lot of people who went to prestigious schools, but they're not prestigious individuals. A school does not make the individual. You make yourself. If you go off to a community college and transfer and go to a local four-year university, you will be prestigious because you were already prestigious before you went to school. You make yourself successful. You will make uh, the mindset that you have. It's not the school. Someone who went to Harvard is not better than someone who went, who started off at a community college. No. What makes people better than other people is their own mindsets, how they think, how they process, how hard are they willing to work? Are they willing to take sacrifices? Are they willing to fail? Are they willing to not be normal? That's what makes an individual not a school, not a job. You are not your school. You are not your job. You are Nyla. You are Jorge. You are Devon. Okay. That's who you are. I am Anthony O'Neill. I determine who I am, not Ramsey Solutions, not my education, but what am I willing to do? Now, education will make me smarter. My job will help me pay my bills, but nothing makes Anthony O'Neill. I do. And I think really at the bottom line of it is like pride. I mean, as much as I want to be challenged when I go to college, I feel like all the time you just want to tell people, oh, I went to my dream college is Columbia. I went to Columbia just to say that you did. But at the end of the day, if you're there and you're in debt, then did you really do anything? So I think it's really important for us young people to hear that because I feel like a lot of trends and everything else just really goes back to your image. But if you have 
it's like the book it's a book that's not that has nothing in it so if you look good on the outside but you're not either financially stable or anything else then you're just setting up yourself for failure and your kids for failure if you really no, think about that's so true. You know, um, I did. A, I, I want to encourage you all, um, especially even the, the parents and the teachers listening right now, but especially the kids. I want you to go and listen to this podcast called Borrowed Future. Um, on there, I uh, interviewed a dentist um, who has nine hundred thousand dollars in student loans. Let me say this again. This is almost a million dollars in student loans. And he makes maybe about $200,000 a year. Um, that's a lot. Wow. And all that just to say he went to this school and you'll see you were here in the podcast uh, that he, he wished he could go back and change all of that. It is not worth it at the end of the day. I am not saying education is not worth it because education is very, very, very much so needed. I believe if you want to be adopted, you better go to college. I don't want you YouTube and nothing <laughs> and operating on me. If you want to be an attorney, you better go to college because you're not going to be in front of the, the judge and trying to defend me and you talking about some YouTube stuff. Nah, 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 nah. But if you want to be a hairstylist, if you want to be a car repairman, go to trade school. If you're good with your hands, figure out the best route for you. And I think that's something that I really want to stress to you all on this podcast especially young people, figure out what's your route. Identify what do you want to do. And when you identify that, then figure out what's the best route to be that individual, to do that thing. And going to a four-year university may not be the best route. Going to a trade school, going to a community college, go to get a certificate, going into the military. Uh, there are so many different routes out there that are amazing. But I think what we tend to do is just teach, hey, you have to go to a four year university when no, you don't. You know, one of my good friends was very, very smart, straight A student. Uh, but you know what? He was very good with his hands and he loved working on cars. Uh, today, um, this is probably a little bit too too old for you uh, all on, on this podcast. Uh, but to, but back in the days, so I'll say about maybe 10 years ago, he was on MTV doing, uh, and he did the repair cars. So when he graduated high school, he honestly went in there and like refurbished and hiked up and souped up these cars, put TVs and refrigerators and uh, all this kind of stuff in the cars. So today he's one of the top people when it comes to building up old school cars because he's like, yo, I'm good with my hands. I love cars. And so he didn't go to a four year university. But today he's a multimillionaire and a celebrity when it comes to building cars. You just got to figure out what's your route. Have a clear plan. Be determined. Be intentional. You will be successful. I really love everything you said so far, like. It's really been amazing. And I, I want to kind of like ask this one last question that it's kind of been like in my mind and a lot of us listening to the podcast right now, you know, adults, parents, educators, we're all advocates for something. Mm -hmm. And you know how you said, find your passion and find what you love and take that to the next level and see how it goes. And I wanted to ask you, you know, for students listening right now, how do they inspire their fellow peers to listen to messages like yours and be inspired by your message? And is there any way that they can find resources, you know, like on Google, YouTube, on how to advocate properly for like financial literacy, college awareness, and just life awareness in general? Yeah, if I could leave you with this, Jorge, I would definitely say, if 
I can go back and talk to my, how old are you, Jorge? I am 16. 16, okay. Nyla, how old are you? I'm also 16. 16, and Devon, are you 16 too? 16, yeah. All right, cool, great. And um, I'm not, I... Anthony. <laughs> Gary, you, you're 18. Me and you are 18. They six, they're, they're 16. I'm still on the MTV thing. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> uh, you know, if I can go back to my 16-year-old self, this is what I would tell the young Anthony O'Neill. Anthony, the caliber of your future will be determined by the choices you made today. If you want to be successful, you got to make good choices today. I always equate the two uh, together, choices and compound interest. So compound interest is um, dividends or money that you've earned over a period of time on your initial investment, okay? So as you keep investing, they'll give you some compound interest and over time you just grow and grow and grow. And it's the same thing for choices. Choices that you make today, tomorrow, the next day, over time, they tend to pay you back good or bad. If you make a good decision over time, you'll get good rewards. If you make bad decisions over time, you're gonna get bad rewards. And so for me, I would definitely say, make the right choices. A lot of young people believe that I have enough time uh, to, to, I can make this bad choice. I'm young, I'll clean up for it, and then I'll be okay when I turn 20. Uh, there are choices that I made when I was 15 that you know, I was still paying for in my 20s. Uh, there were choices that I made when I was 18, 19 years old that I'm still paying for today at 36. Um, and so what I would definitely say to you all that if you really want to have a successful financial future, if you really want to avoid debt, make the decision today to take debt off of the table when it comes to college. Make the decision today to even if you're making $250 a month from maybe a commission or what some people may call allowance at home, make the choice to start learning how to budget today. If your parents are not financially uh, uh, literate in that area, hey, ask your mom and dad, hey, mom, dad, can we sit down and can we have this conversation? Can we learn how to budget together? Because mom, dad, I want to be successful. I want to win with my money. I want, I want things to change with me. You know, mom, I see you struggling sometimes. Dad, I see you struggling sometimes. Hey, how, how, what can I do? So I'm not experiencing that. And so make the right choice. And when it comes to tools and resources, I tell young people to go to my YouTube page. Uh, go to my YouTube page, uh, it's youtube.com forward slash Anthony O'Neill. And there I'm having a real relevant and relatable conversation uh, when it comes to finances, when it comes to building healthy relationships, uh, especially with young people. And when it comes to really just understanding the true meaning of success. You know, you all asked me today, like, man, I thought success was about what I had on or what I drive. No, success has nothing to do with that. Success has to mean, are you living in your purpose? Are you operating within the things that you, know, you are capable of doing? And are you the best at that? Are you generous and are you grateful for where you are today? That's success. Mm. Success has nothing to do with how much money you have or uh, what kind of clothes you're wearing, or what kind of car you're driving or where you live. No, success to me is how many people have I helped? How many people have I served? Will my wife in the future be able to say he lived a good life and he loved young people, he loved all people? Will my kids be able to talk to their kids about their granddad and be like, hey, your granddad was one cool guy. To me, that's success.
And so uh, go over to my YouTube page and you'll see conversations about that. I'm also teachers. If you're looking for some great resources, um, I would definitely encourage you uh, to go over to anthonyneal.com forward slash resources. I have a lot of material over there. Uh, but then also, Gary, um, I would love to uh, celebrate, uh, talk about uh, what we're doing here at Ramsey Solutions to celebrate these amazing teachers um, if we have some time. Wow. Anthony, I'm, I'm just just listening. I can't believe it's been 25 minutes, guys. I mean, that, that, that's what happens when you have a passionate person you know, sharing his, his, you know, he came on, I thought we're going to talk financial literacy. He, he talked mission. Oh, man. You know, he talked purpose. He talked passion. You know, we always talk about, do you live by design versus default? And that was really the message I heard loud mm -hmm. and clear wow. from Mr. O'Neill here today. Yeah. So um, we're just in, in, in awe and gratitude for you coming on here and just sharing your brilliance, my friend. Yes, and uh, I really hope we get another chance to, to connect again. Cause this was, I, I know the, the, these young leaders here are just uh, in amazement and, and feel feel as, as grateful as, as everybody listening does as well. So yeah. uh, on behalf of all the students listening and behalf on these brilliant Reality Team Talks panel, thank you so much, Anthony. And uh, we, we look forward to seeing you down the road. Oh, man, thank you so much, Gary. And I want to just celebrate all the teachers um, who are listening today. I, I want to encourage them to go to DaveRamsey.com forward slash teacher uh, because, you know, throughout the pandemic, throughout last year, uh, we, we had to make a lot of pivots. And I have, I have a huge heart uh, for all of our teachers right now because they had to make a huge pandemic uh, switch like you, Gary, uh, teach from home uh, and still teach with excellence. So these young people uh, can still grow and have good grades and still learn and become the leaders that they are today. And so if you go over to DaveRamsey.com forward slash teachers, you'll see that we are uh, doing a teacher giveaway. Two teachers will win about $5,000 and three teachers will win $1,000 cash so they can do whatever they want to do. Um, and I would encourage them to really go over and check that out. It's going to happen from the 1st to the 30th of April because it's Financial Literacy Month. Uh, but here at Ramsey Solutions, we just want to just say thank you. Thank you for all uh, that you are doing. Thank you for uh, just really making that that adjustment and, and, and adapting um, and really overcoming some of the struggles. And so I wish we could do more, uh, but we're doing the very best that we can. So go over to DaveRamsey.com for us teachers and let us just celebrate you and love you for everything you've done for us. And Gary, thank you, man. These young people, Nyla, Jorge and Divine. I mean, I had some questions on a sheet of paper and they switched it all up on me, man. So I could tell that they were energetic, but I see where they get it from, from great teachers like yourself. So thank you, Gary, for having me on. Thank you so much, Anthony. Have a great day. Take care. You too now. All right, later. Thank you. Have a good one. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. Subscribe to Reality Talks on YouTube, Apple, or Spotify, and leave a review or comment. We'd love to hear from you.